it's me, your host Lily, and this is Confused Together. Let's get confused together. Sorry I went on like a month hiatus. I can't remember the last time I uploaded. Let me take a look actually and see. Yeah, the last time it's it's been about a month. <laughs> the last time I uploaded was September 14th and I want to apologize. I'm really sorry, but I have valid reasons and I also think that to everybody who listens, because I know pretty much everyone who does listen to my podcast, very sweet people, very nice people, they're all very understanding and it's not like everybody's waiting on the edge of their seats for my next episode, but you know, here we are a month later. I was sick and I was dog sitting and then my boyfriend got sick and it was just like, I've been super busy with family and friends I've just my schedule has been insanely busy (laughs) for the past month honestly and before that I wasn't really doing much I was kind of laying low and relaxing and putting so much time and work into my podcast to a point where I was like okay I really need to get out explore the world a little bit see my family and friends stop isolating myself because genuinely that's kind of what I was doing for like two three months and I feel like I go through those phases where I'm on the go I'm super busy I'm booked and busy and ready to go and then I'm like exhausted from constantly overloading myself with socials and all of that shit so I'm finally sitting down being able to put work into this podcast I tried to record an episode two weeks ago and it didn't feel right and genuinely I want you guys to know that when I go on these hiatuses it's not that I'm trying to ignore my work that I need to do with this podcast it's that I try to record and it just it doesn't feel genuine it doesn't feel right I don't want to put anything out into the world that isn't a hundred percent me you know I'm not trying to be fake I don't want to put a false narrative out there and so when I get on here and I record and I listen back like I don't sound right I don't sound like me I don't want that you know so yeah that's kind of where I've been at in life I've been you know just living life to the trying to live my life to the fullest but also trying to be there for family members and gosh it's been a real chaotic it's been really fun but really chaotic past month and I would love to get into it I definitely want to get into it I don't know if this is the episode that I will I kind of had a plan to what I wanted to do with this episode but I kind of do want to talk about what's been going on like I said in previous episodes I have family members who have dealt with addiction and oh gosh I mean I could just talk for like three episodes straight about the things that I've witnessed when it comes to addiction and drugs and substance abuse and I definitely would love to get into it I don't think that I'm fully ready to devout myself and really dive into those subjects because it is a touchy subject for me it's kind of exhausting to talk about it and the things that have happened in my life recently are just so fresh in my mind and I'm still emotionally not ready to get into it so yeah I've been dealing with just a lot of just a lot of family member drama and that's okay I feel like everybody deals with that all the time and I know I'm not the only one but sometimes I sit down and I think about it and I'm like god damn does everybody else deal with shit like this but everybody's shit smells different (laughs) you know everybody deals with different things whether it's addiction whether it's whatever you know sexual assault abuse whatever everyone deals with it just because it's not the same doesn't mean it doesn't hurt any less so that's a little snippet that you should take into your everyday life because I think I've gotten to a point in my life where I can continuously remind myself that and realize okay 
Yes, people have it hard. Maybe people have it harder. But I also deal with shit, and I am allowed to be upset about that shit. A lot of shit talk, damn. I think another reason I've been putting off recording an episode is because I really, I've been wanting to wait and to get someone on this podcast, and I have someone who I've talked to, we've talked about what we want to talk about on the episode together, in future episodes possibly, there might be a new co-host to this podcast, and I hope you guys love her the way I love her too. You know, podcast equipment's expensive. I have everything, but I only have one microphone. And obviously there's podcast studios in Kansas City that I could go to, but it doesn't make sense money-wise to go to one and spend my money on that when I could just get another microphone and record in the comfort of my own home and be more relaxed and feel a little more safe. Not only for me, but also for the co-host that I want to bring on here. But she's an amazing person and I just want you guys to meet her so badly. I want to get her on here and have a conversation with her really badly. So that will come, I promise. But I just knew that I need to put something out and I want to put something out and whether it be with her or just with myself, I got to do it because if I put this off off any longer, I know that I'm just going to continue continuously procrastinate and then get into a place where I no longer feel comfortable in a microphone where I feel rusty because I finally have gotten to a certain certain point with this podcast where I'm genuinely so comfortable in front of this microphone you can tell with the first three episodes first couple of episodes I feel shaky and I'm you know I sound nervous and anxious but now I've gotten to this stopping point where I'm like okay this is cool I can you know have a conversation with myself I can sit here at my desk and really go into detail about shit and it's awesome and I love that and I'm so grateful that I have come to this place in my life and with this podcast this podcast is like my baby I have just put so much thought and effort sorry my voice cracked a little bit I have put so much thought effort work into it it means the world to me to be able to come on here to talk about real life issues put it out in the world and have people be able to relate and oh gosh it's just amazing I mean I, I've had co-workers listen to my podcast and that have you know met reached out to me and told me how much it means to them and in a way it's hard for me to believe like oh can re- people actually appreciate what I'm putting out there because I don't feel that I deserve to have good things but I deserve that and I believe them obviously I don't think they're lying to me telling me that they hate my podcast because if they did actually hate it they'd probably just you know pass me in the hallway at work be like hey listen to the podcast was good you know (laughs) like they wouldn't go out of their way to message me so thank you to everybody who has listened you know it just really just it means the world this is I I just want to put beautiful things out into the world and receive them back and that's what I feel I am doing with this podcast so yeah thank you everybody for continuously listening and liking on Spotify yeah uh, continue to like it please I mean it doesn't mean that much to me to get this podcast popular I'm not trying to be famous with this obviously like I could care less I just want people to know like you're not alone and you're confused I'm confused we can all be confused together you know (laughs) so yeah thank you everybody I love you all today's topic is healing and what does healing even mean to us honestly because I genuinely feel like the word healing has been overused to a point where people just say it to make themselves feel better and not that not that you know you're not healing if you're just saying you're healing that it's a it's a very blurred line with healing I would like to get into how I've kind of healed from certain paths of my life and the work that I've put into because healing is not just like oh I'm healed woo 
we're done. It is a forever thing, whether you're healing from addiction, depression, anxiety, past traumas, past abusive traumas. It is a forever thing. It's something that we're all going to have to do for the rest of our lives. We're going to always have to put in work to heal ourselves. And one day we're going to feel that we have fully healed from something. And then a week later, or even two days later, something else comes up and we're like, damn, now I feel I have to heal from that. Let's get into it. Let's talk about some of the things that I felt that I have ha- I have healed from and some of the things that I still think I need to heal from. And we're also going to, of course, read some Reddit threads, all of that jazz. So healing, what does it even mean? What do we heal from? What should we heal from? And what do we think we don't have to heal from? Those are all the questions that we constantly have to ask ourselves every day. For me, I think healing just means looking at yourself in a bigger picture. Healing can be very selfish sometimes, but it is okay to be selfish. I have realized that it's a hundred percent okay to be selfish in certain situations. When it comes to yourself, it's very important to think of you before putting others first. You know, it's you need to put yourself before everybody else. I don't know. Like I said, it's a fine line. I think when it comes to boundaries, I have to put myself first. I think boundaries go in a lot with healing. I mean, from you know, we're talk. let's talk about the friendship episode where we've had bad friendships. You know, I've been through it all. I've been through every friendship you could f- literally think of. And there are some friendships where I've genuinely had to heal myself and put that into future friendships. I think setting boundaries is like a number one step of thinking of yourself and to healing because there are certain things where three or four years ago, I would let people do to me and I would get hurt but I wouldn't say anything I wouldn't set boundaries but now that I've been through that now that I've realized oh those things aren't okay I have to set those boundaries like you know when you're sitting down and having a conversation with a friend and they bring up something that you know can be a little triggering or brings back some certain trauma you can be like hey you know I have been through something similar and I totally feel for you, but I, if it's okay, like, let's not go too deep into it because it can bring up a lot of things, but I also do want to be there for you. You know, that's a good thing to set a boundary of is I understand how you're feeling. Totally get it. I love you. I want to be there for you as much as I can, but I also cannot take on all of your pain. That is a big thing to think of, especially when it comes to friendships and relationships. Boundaries are so important. And I preach it to everybody. I preach it to my friends. I even preach it to my family because my family has no idea what boundaries are. I mean, my sister and I, we we definitely know what boundaries are. We have set them with each other. We have set them with other family members. So we definitely can relate on, you know, we have to set those boundaries. But when it comes to other people in my family, when you set a boundary and they're like, what the fuck? They get hurt over you setting a boundary. It's because they've never, ever done it for themselves and nobody has ever done it for them. Or they're just used to crossing those boundaries and not giving a fuck. And I've had that with friends too where I've set certain boundaries and they get really hurt. They're upset over the fact that I'm setting a boundary for myself. They feel that it's a selfish thing for me to do. So they get mad at it. And when you set a boundary and someone gets mad, don't ever take it to heart because that's a their, like, that is genuinely a their problem. That's a problem that they need to fix within themselves. And, you know, maybe they need to set some boundaries for themselves with other people. I mean, very important to set boundaries. I 
honestly think that is the first step to doing things for yourself and healing yourself. Another thing that I have done for myself to heal from past traumas is to really just let those emotions out. For a very long time, for a very, very long time, I did not, I didn't, I mean, I would let my emotions out. I've always been good about crying and feeling when I need to feel. I also think that I could have done better in certain situations and I can't beat myself up for not doing certain things for myself when I was younger because I was just a young kid. I didn't know, you know, I didn't know any better. But here I am as an adult and now I can know and now I can, you know, use my mistakes as lessons to learn. But I would bottle up my emotions. I would just shove everything to the side and let it steam up until it just bursted and I was an angry, depressed mess. Now when I go through certain things, I like to talk about it, get it out on the table. So like with my family issues recently, I've just been in contact with all my family, my brothers, my mom, my dad. I've talked to them. I've let them know how I feel. And I could never really do that as a kid because number one, I didn't know how to express my feelings, let my emotions out in a respectful way. I would just cry and scream and be mad at everybody who never understood how I felt. But now I can articulate my feelings and my emotions into words. I can say, hey, I'm just, I don't know why I'm worried, but I am. And they're like, well, it's because you're a good person. You're, you should be worried everyone else is worried and so when I let those emotions out when I talk about my feelings and people are like yeah that's so fucking normal it makes me feel so much better because I could never do that when I was a teenager or a kid and I think that a lot of teenagers and children have no idea how to express their emotions I think for me and for some of the things that I have seen in my family it's like when emotions appear you are shut down, especially as a kid and a teenager. It's like you have no right to feel that way or you, you get an angry response when you let those emotions out. So when you, when you get that as a kid and as a teenager, it comes into a response as an adult where it's like, fuck, I can't talk about my feelings or else people are going to get mad at me, which no, <laughs> that's not how it works. Nobody should ever get mad at you for expressing the way you feel and the emotions you feel. And it's so important to express yourself and to let those feelings out and to feel angry, feel sad, feel depressed, anxious, whatever you feel about the past that you've dealt with. It's so valid to feel and it's you are allowed to talk about those feelings and you're also you're also allowed to be mad at the people who made you feel those feelings, you know? It's totally okay to feel that way, but for me like, you know, I have feelings towards certain brothers in my life I feel I deserve certain things from them that they've never given to me but I can't expect anything to come from that um especially when some of them are very selfish it's good to feel them it's good to let people know how you feel and to let those other people who hurt you like to let them know how they made you feel but one thing that I just always try to keep in mind is don't expect it to change and don't expect them to change because genuinely no one's gonna change for you I don't ever think anybody would change for me because who you are as a person is an important thing and you know if people can't accept you that's okay but when it <laughs> if people can't accept you for who you are I get it but also if you're a shitty person then you should change you should look at them you should look in the mirror and realize what you've done to people I think that letting out your emotions is a very very important thing I have I've cried I have gone to therapy for my emotions for everything that I've been through number 
I, and I would like to get into therapy and talk about how therapy is really important, but it's not a necessary thing to have to heal. I mean, I think everybody should give therapy a chance. I think and I've had people who have told me therapy doesn't work for me, but their problem is the fact that they don't do the work outside of therapy because therapy is not a magical thing. Just like antidepressants and anti-anxieties aren't the magical answer. It's not just going to one day, oh my God, I feel amazing. Like, no, obviously not. Like, you have to do things for yourself. So I've had people who are like, nah, I've gone to therapy. Like, it doesn't do shit for me. Okay, but let's talk about that, you know? Is therapy really not working for you? Or is it you're just not working for yourself? You know, you got to really think about those things. Because I went to therapy from the age of 9 to 18 when I had the choice to stop going to therapy. I stops because I had been going for so fucking long I had been always talking about my problems to someone and I think that's why after I turned 18 I shut down with my emotions because I had just constantly constantly talked about them and my feelings and I was like I'm so exhausted from this I'm done I don't want to talk about it anymore like I said therapy always isn't the answer but I do think it is always worth to give it a try go to a bunch of therapists because if they one doesn't work there's always going to be someone out there for you that will. Can't give up that easy. That's my biggest thing. Don't ever give up so easy because if you're giving up on that, you're basically giving up on yourself. You gotta. There's always a new method, a new person, a new whatever that's going to help you out. I don't think everybody needs to go to therapy for the rest of their lives. And, and especially in order to heal, I don't think that is going to be the magical answer. But I do think that it can help you and it can give you tools to guide your way through a little bit more smoothly than you would be without it. I don't think therapy is a magical pill. I don't think pills are magical pills. I don't think anything can truly help take away the pain that you have felt in your life except for yourself and working on yourself. And I say working on yourself as in feeling those feelings, setting those boundaries, going and doing things that make you feel good, make you feel genuinely like a happy fucking person, especially with social media. We all know I fucking hate it. But I can't stay off of it because I just I I'm in the generation where we were born around it. OK, like I was brought up with this shit. OK, but I do hate it so fucking much. And I see people on social media who use it as captions, who use it as a way to get viewers who are like, oh, healing like oh, I'm in my healing era. I'm going out and drinking every night, healing era. Like, no, that is not healing yourself. And I know that because I've tried to do that. And But it's just. I know that going out every night, drinking and surrounding yourself by people who make you feel good temporarily, temporarily does not heal you because I did that. I was that for a very fucking long time, for a very long time. I mean, there's been when I was 17, I was doing that every night. I was drinking and doing whatever I could to distract myself from the real thoughts in the back of my head. And then I finally slowed down and thought about life and shit started coming back to me. And I started really thinking about stuff, facing it forward. And then I got to another point where I turned when I was 20 to 21, like that whole year I was drinking, I was going out, I was hanging out with people who made me feel good in the moment, but then the next day I would think, oh my god, no, they're not good people because they're not actually there for me. And that, that's another thing that I'll get into, but I genuinely, like, when you see people who are saying that they're healing and they're going out and drinking and doing drugs, like, don't take that as 
a note in your book. Don't write that down and say, oh, okay, that's what I need to be doing because fuck no, it's not. I was thinking about this last night in bed. I haven't drank and gotten drunk in a long time. And the last time I did, I just remember I had excruciating anxiety for like two weeks after. And I just kept replaying, replaying everything that happened the one night that I got drunk. The one night that I got drunk in like forever. And I was like, damn, this isn't good for me. I can't be doing this to myself because it adds to my anxiety and my depression and it's just it doesn't benefit me in any way now I'm not I'm not speaking for all 22 year olds because most 22 year olds are out having fun and partying and that is so normal and so okay don't let me put you down because you like to go out every weekend that's that's normal I probably should be going out every weekend, but I'm not a normal 22 year old. You know, I've got a lot of shit that I've been through and that I've dealt with and a lot of mental illnesses that kind of hold me down in the fort to where I know that I shouldn't be doing that because it doesn't make me feel better. And in fact, it makes me feel 100 times worse. I mean, it makes me way more depressed and way more anxious. My thing is don't let me knock you down when you're going out because that's not what I'm trying to do. But also don't look at that and don't look at other people's lives who are doing that and think that's what I need to be doing when in reality it's not. Like if you don't want to be doing that, that's so fine. Don't do it. I think another really important thing to healing yourself is surrounding yourself by people who want the same for you. Healing and growing, so fucking important in life. They go hand in hand growing and healing because in order to grow and change you have to heal from shit you've been through if you're with a friend group or you're surrounded by people who are like oh my god you've changed you're so different like why don't you want to go out anymore like obviously they're uncomfortable by the fact that you've changed and they're uncomfortable with the fact of change you got a new job and they're judging you for that new job like that doesn't make sense because a real friend who genuinely loves you and wants you to prosper in life is going to cheer you on on the sidelines and is going to be there for you no matter what I have friends who go out more than I do and they still cheer me on and they still want me to prosper in life but I'm just like not with them every second because we don't have the same not I mean drinking is not a hobby it should never be but we don't have the same like social lives they want to go out and they want to drink and have a good time that's totally fine I love that for them I cheer them on and say you know have a fun night let me know if you need a ride home type of shit it's different when there's a judgmental factor into that because I'm not judging my friends who do that I think they should do whatever the fuck they want to do to have fun my fun time is just a little bit different but that's that's the thing about friendship is you don't have to be the same exact person to be friends you're allowed to have different likes and different hobbies and different social lives and also different friend groups but you also need to be there for each other when shit gets hard which took me a really long time to realize and to find those people who were there for me I mean there's a lot of times where you find people and on the outside they look super cool they look super nice fun people to be around seem like they might love you for who you are but then inside it's not like that and I've been through that I've dropped friends for people who I thought were friends and ended up not being friends but like I said a real friend will always be there for you and that's all my me and my friend Ella are I mean there's been times where I have been a bad friend and I have been like oh you don't like these people whatever fuck you you know we're not gonna be friends then but it doesn't work like that listen to my friendship episode I go way more into detail about it about how real friends are and genuinely Ella is a real friend because she's always been there for me she's always understood me 
she knows my family and she likes to be around my family and that's something that's very important to me when it comes to friends and understanding me and being there supporting me is they like to be around my family like I've had people in my life who are no longer in my life by the way but I've had people in my life who are just so weird around my family and don't want to be there and act like they don't want to be there which I hated because when you come into my life I think of you as a forever thing you know I put you in my circle so here you are you're in my life and I plan on you being in my life for a while so you know we're not going to meet my family on the second not the second date the second time we hang out I'm not going to invite you over to my parents house obviously not that because my best friends are my family you know and that's so important because people who know you and know your family they understand the things that you deal with and it's easier to talk to them about the shit you go through because a lot of the problems that you know I have aren't just my mental problems but they are family problems and so when you come into my life and you meet the dynamic you meet the sister my brother you know you meet everyone and then we you know shit goes down hits fan and I talk to you about it, you're more understanding because you've seen those people and you've seen how they act. I think that's a very important thing. Having friends who want to not just be your friends, but be your family and support you is so fucking important. I can't scream it out loud enough because it's just people are so blinded by the glitz and the glamour of certain people and not realize like that's a shitty person that's someone who isn't going to be there for you forever and they will drop you it's just like the hard knock life you know sometimes that happens it's happened to me it's happened to my friends we all go through it that is just a part of life and it's also a part of meeting the right people because I've had to go through trial and error with people to finally see who my friends were and to see who my group was and to finally feel surrounded by love there is not one person in my life who is not supporting me from the sidelines. I do not keep people around for fake love. That's just, that is just me. If you're not loving me for me and you're not there for me and you're, you know, I do the same for my friends too. It's not just me, me, me. Like I have to put in that effort for them too. I feel I'm surrounded by a group of women who are so empowering and so amazing and so supportive that I don't feel weird around them. You know, I love them so much and I want to be empowering for them and I want them to empower themselves and to feel good about themselves and to feel beautiful in their own skin. It's just, it's so fucking important to have that group and it's important to surround yourself with good people who make you feel good. Because listen, ladies and men, listen, a group of friends where there's constant drama and constant fights, it's like never going to last, honestly, in my opinion. I mean, maybe it will and maybe you're the one who feeds who enjoys the drama but for me I'm speaking on experience I hate drama hate it it makes me anxious and stressed it's the worst I mean I have no drama with the people I surround myself with right now like nobody causes drama there's no fucking fights and honestly if there is an issue I sit down and I talk to them about it and we're adult. Just having people who accept you for who you are and are able to communicate. Honestly, biggest fucking step in healing is to have those people because I sure as hell would not be able to be who I am today if it wasn't for the people I've surrounded myself with. They support my healing journey. They support me when I'm depressed and anxious. They understand who I am and it it's seriously one of the biggest factors of growing. And knowing yourself and getting to know yourself. That was just like a really long tangent because I'm very, I don't know. I'm, I just, I feel 
so much for the people that I let into my life. I love them, but I also want them to feel the same for me. It's not just a 50-50 situation. It's a 100 and a 100, but it's also, oh, you're going through shit right now and you need space? Totally fine. If you need to go two weeks without texting me, totally fine. We don't have to hang out every day. Like, you need your time and I need my time. So let's do it. Let's, you know, have some space. And that doesn't even need to be a spoken thing with friends. <laughs> like, that goes unspoken. That's just a known thing with me and my friends. I get you. You get me? Cool. I'll text you in a month or so. We'll meet up for coffee or go out and get a drink or something. That's an adult friendship right there. All friendships look different. Some people hang out every day. Some people don't. I'm not bagging on whatever. It's just who you are as a person. Like, surround yourself with who makes you feel good. But also, can you make them feel good too? Big thing. Like, can if they're having problems and you sit down and you talk with them, are y- you able to be there for them the way they are there for you? Ask yourself that question. Really think about it. <laughs> All right. So, we've talked about the boundaries. We've talked about therapy. We've talked about surrounding yourself with good people. Pretty sure there's probably something else that I'm missing that I've already talked about. What else do you think can go into your healing process? Changing and growing. And I think that's one of the biggest steps that you can take into healing is realizing what you've been through, but making it a better you and not making it your personality. Because, of course, we can definitely get into a, we can stay in a loop of, like, you're making your mental illnesses just you, which that's not you. You are not your depression. You're not your anxiety. You're not whatever you have. That's not you. Of course, it's a part of you, but it's a very small part that you do not have to let control your life. And that's such a, such a good thing to remember, because I think we get lost in that fact of, oh my god, uh, this is who this is controlling me. We cannot let it control us. And with that, you know, you have to do things for yourself. Get a new job. Get a new apartment. Go on a trip. Like make new friends. Growing from your past self is so important. But also appreciating every phase you've been in your life. Yes, I was a different person two years ago, but I appreciate who she was because she went through shit. She went through things and she overcame them. That's for fucking sure because I'm still here and I'm still able to talk about it and I'm able to relay it to other people and let them know and have to change and grow because if you don't and if you stay in one place, it'll drive you nuts. And in five years when you're like fucking 27, you're going to think, wow, this is who I've been for a very long time and I'm now uncomfortable with it. It's never too late for change and growth. I'll say that. It's never too late because when you start to feel uncomfortable with your life, that's when you need to embrace that uncomfortableness. Honestly, life is full of uncomfortable shit. It's full of things that make you feel weird and just not good inside, but you need to embrace that. That's the way that you can get through it. You have to go through the uncomfortable things to get comfortable again. And then, yeah, you're good, you're comfortable, and then you get uncomfortable again. Like, you just, it's a constant cycle. We're never going to fully be comfortable with our lives. We're always going to want to add or change or move or whatever. Staying in one place, like I said, it drives you insane. But it's never too late to make a change in your life and to grow from what you've been through and to grow from an old job or an old friendship or whatever. Even changing your music taste can be a good thing I mean listen to listening to the same song over and over again it gets tiring 
it gets old, you feel, oh, I know this already. I know what's going to happen. Why not we listen to something else? Or same with the shows. You know, you're going to rewatch the same show over and over again, but you're going to start getting sick and tired of it at some point, and you're going to know everything that happens. So why not change a show? It's That's literally life. You're going to get sick of the way you are, and that's so normal. I get sick of the way I am. And honestly, I'm going through that in my life right now, where I'm sick of living in the same town, you know. I'm sick of working mediocre jobs. I want to do something for myself and make myself feel good with my career. And I definitely do feel good in my career right now. I love working with animals. I just, it brings me so much fucking joy. And if I didn't start working with animals, I would have never picked up the knowledge that I know through the jobs that I've had. Like, I want to make this my career. And it's made me want to go back to school. And that's something that I thought I would never, ever say. Because I hated high school. I did a bad, bad, bad job in high school. I failed a lot of classes. I skipped a lot. But now, like, I've gotten to this place where I'm doing things for me. And I feel college could be a very important step to bettering my life. Getting a degree in something. Getting certificates and things. You know, I'm not going to come on here and say what I want for my future. Because I feel like, in a way, once I start telling people about it, that's when I start losing hope in myself. I've only told a few, a handful of people of what I want to do with my life. And I'm going to keep it to myself for right now. Yeah, big things on the way for sure. For myself, at least. And, like, this podcast was a big thing for me, too. It was a big, uncomfortable move. Like I said... I've finally gotten to a place where I'm uncomfortable with the same shit over and over. And I'm ready to do something. And, you know, me and my partner have talked about moving out of state, like, a lot. Like, we talk about it all the time. It's definitely something that we plan on doing in the next couple of years is getting out of here. And not even forever. We've said that. We've had to, you know, remind family members who love us very much that whenever we move out of state, it's not going to be a forever thing. It's just going to be like something that we're going to do for a little while. We'll come back. You know, we'll come back for vacations and see family and for holidays. And maybe we'll move back here even. But it's, I think it's just very important to even move to another city. You know, it doesn't even have to be out of state. But moving somewhere where you don't know what's going to happen next. You don't know who you're going to meet next. And I want that. Like, I I really do want that. But I don't want to move into a city. We've talked about it. When we move, we're going to buy a house and it's going to have some land and we want to live in like a small town. I know that sounds like stupid and why the fuck would early 20 year olds ever want to do that but that's something that we would want for ourselves we have goals and ambitions and they might be a little different from normal 20 year olds and 22 year olds goddamn they're they're there and they're strong and we're gonna get there we're gonna do it so we're talking about you know me having my goals and my ambitions for the future and I think that's one of my you know I don't want to healing is not a 12-step program (laughs) This is not what I'm trying to imply at all. It's not a 12-step program. It's not going to be, all right, we've done what we needed to do, and now we're done. It's a constant up-and-downhill battle. And I think I think with myself, it's very important. These are just my things that I have learned with myself that have helped me move and let go of things and to heal from certain shit. These are just my experiences. So if some of this stuff doesn't work for you, that's okay. Find what does work for you. But before we get into the red threads, I think the one last thing I could say for myself that has very much helped me is having is having goals and careers and ambitions, future plans for myself, something to look forward to. 
whether it's a trip that we planned, whether it's me enrolling in school or potentially enrolling in school in certain programs and certain classes, like just having these little things that push me forward that continue to make me go on with life because it can get into you know I've gotten into very bad ruts where I've nothing looking forward to it I feel like I have nothing to prove with my life and we are not living life to prove shit to anyone let me just remind you we don't have to prove anything to anyone and if you feel that way please please let this be a lesson that you do not have to prove anything to anyone but yourself Prove it to yourself that you can do what you can do and be proud of yourself for doing it, okay? That's that's one thing. But just having future plans really just gets me going. It, it keeps me going on it and constantly, constantly thinking about those things, but not anxiously thinking about it because you can get into a, it's easy to get to a point in life where the future can be very scary. It can be terrifying, but that's why having certain aspirations and dreams and goals is just, it makes just the tiniest bit of difference. I constantly am thinking about my future house and thinking about my future career and what I can do with it and all of that. I think that is just so important to have and just let it be, just just know that like if you don't have that right now that it's okay, but it's never too late to start thinking that. Because for a long time, um, love my mom, but for a very long time I let my mom get to me to where like oh my god I didn't go to college right after high school so I have nothing going for me I, I it's already too late I can't do anything but fuck that and I think my mom has very much learned that that's not true don't let that get to you because it's never too late to start even if you're 30 even if you're 40 people people can find themselves and find what they love in their careers in their future any age it doesn't have to be a set age and life is not a race we can do what we want to do no matter how old we are. So, yeah, just remember that, okay? So, with that being said, I'm going to I'm going to get onto some some Reddit threads, talk about what other people have been through so it's not just me, you know. I I just enjoy having some unbiased um stories out there, people who I don't know. So, this one is captioned, "How do you heal your childhood trauma?" I learned to heal by forgiving myself for not knowing how to set boundaries to protect myself. Know that how people treated me was not because of me. It was their reflection of how they felt about themselves. I learned to feel the emotions and sit with it instead of ignoring them, then releasing that energy. I learned to forgive them for they not know how to heal themselves. I stopped putting high exp- high expectations on people who themselves don't know who they are. I learned to love myself the way I wanted someone to love me. I understand that is my responsibility to build myself up in every aspect, emotionally, mentally, physically, and spiritually. I learned that I can only control me, which is how I can control my outcome. My actions speak volume of my character. Yes, I fucking love that. I feel like that is exactly what I just talked about, but in just one little one little conversation. That's amazing. And that if you cannot take anything from what I've said in this podcast, take that and run with that. Because that is so true. Never, ever let how people treat you be a reflection of you because that's so true it is a reflection on how they felt about themselves it's not you it's definitely them they have shit that they need to deal with but they're taking it out on you because you're just the easy target yeah i love that okay so i couldn't find really any other reddit threads to read off of but i did get some responses on 
a post I shared. So I'm going to read some of the responses from other friends and all of that. I posted, what does healing mean to you when you say you're on a journey of healing? What goes into it? Somebody commented, forgiveness of yourself and others. And I do agree with that wholeheartedly. And I think the reason why I'm hesitating towards that is because I think that I have a hard time not with forgiving myself, but others. I'm one to hold a grudge. It's bad. I'm really bad at holding grudges, especially with people who have hurt me in the past. I've always said, if you hurt me, fuck you. You know, that kind of stuff. I think forgiveness is a very powerful thing that you can do. Even when someone doesn't say they're sorry, the most powerful thing you can do for yourself is to forgive people who have hurt you and to move on and be the bigger person. And I need to learn that more. And I love that. Don't learn from me. Don't hold grudges. Uh, be powerful. Be a big person. Forgive the people who have hurt you even when they haven't said I'm sorry. To me, I think healing is partially acceptance. Accepting that the things that happened to you happened. It doesn't necessarily matter whose fault it was, who's to blame, or what could have been done differently. Just accepting that it happened, that you've learned from it, and you will try not to make the same mistakes again goes a long way. Being able to sit down and be honest with yourself over what you're feeling, how that time made you feel, then versus now can help. Time lends itself to healing, but if you don't make any actual effort to confront your feelings, then you won't. And some people hide it in various ways. Drugs, alcohol, bouncing straight from one relationship to another, running away from the trauma. I definitely agree with that. I think it's easier to run away from your feelings than to confront them face forward. And I see a lot of people doing it. I have been one to do it before. But genuinely sitting down and confronting what's happened in your life is so, it's important. Take a shot for how many times I've said it's important in this episode because it all is. All of the things that I have mentioned, it goes into play with it all. You have to feel what you have felt. If you run away from it, it's going to explode in your face and it's going to hurt even worse. Running away is never the answer. It might be an easy way to fix things at first, but it's not a per- it's not a permanent fix. It's temporary because it's going to come up. All the feelings that you bottled down that you've ran away from, they're going to come up and it's going to be bad. And I've seen it and I've definitely ran away from feelings before. But at a point in my life, I realized that I can no longer do that. That's why I'm recording this episode, because just in the past two years or so, I've really just sat with myself and analyzed myself and analyzed what I have done and how I've harmed myself by running away from the feelings and not being able to confront it. Confronting it is the scariest part of healing honestly it really is the most terrifying thing you can do but it is one of the strongest things you can do for yourself because you're not doing it for anyone else you got to do it for your fucking self and for your future self someone said i feel like healing looks different for everyone including yourself there's been many times where i've said i'm healing myself but there's different areas and various moments in my life that i needed to heal one being my inner child two being myself and three being my mental health healing my body and thoughts, healing how I treat myself and others, healing my viewpoint on the world and my negativity, healing to me comes in steps when you are ready and need to focus on those areas of your life to get you through your next journey. For the longest time, I said my childhood didn't affect me and I was okay and not angry, which in some ways I was right. I wasn't angry anymore, but I picked up bad habits that followed me through my young years that made me stay in things too long, learn not how to say no, allow others to walk all over me. 
give pieces of myself even when I didn't want to. My healing journey right now would probably be undoing my stakes from 18 to 21. Mostly the way I handle my finances. Thought that money was just something that comes and goes. I can work a job and have it and spend it, but never learned how to save it. It's not biting me in the ass because in between those four years when I felt so young, I wasn't learning the responsibility of money. Now I really have to buckle down and focus on it so I can create a future for myself and become more stable for my partner and be able to provide and bring to the table what he is equally bringing as well. Healing means so many different things, looks so different every time. It can be stay-at-home era, cleaning, mental health, indulgence, letting loose. That's the beauty of healing, though. You don't need any explanation. No matter how big or small healing is, do great for you and those around you. Take time to focus on certain areas of your life can seriously make all the difference. And it's never too late to heal something, and sometimes it takes a while for it to come up. But when you're ready, be proud of yourself. Sometimes it hurts. Sometimes it's the most freeing thing in the world. Period, queen. Love that she said that. I genuinely agree that healing is... Like she said, such a long process and there's always things that you can heal from. There's always different things that are going to come up. I said in the beginning of this podcast that one day you feel that you've healed from everything you've ever needed to heal from. And then the next week, there's more shit that's spewing up that you realize, wow, didn't realize that was a part of myself that I need to work that I needed to work on but I fully agree with everything that she said is that it really can be freeing and it can be fucking terrifying and yeah there's just everything that you have everything that you have been through that you've learned in your childhood and like I said in my last podcast with healing your inner child you don't realize that there's some things in your childhood that genuinely had an effect in your adulthood that come into play now like it's crazy There's so many things that I realize, wow, I'm acting like my five-year-old self or I'm acting like my 10-year-old self. I'm being immature, but you have to be immature to realize that now. Like, you have to see those immature moments and think, okay, this is just a trauma response. How can I undo this? How can I respond differently next time I go through something like this? I agree. That was, I feel like... In the okay, yeah, the finance thing, I I totally agree with. We struggle with finances. I am now realizing that I'm gonna need to save some money for a down payment on a house in the future. <laughs> like we talk about getting a house all the time, and I think about okay, well, I'm gonna need to get a big girl job for this. <laughs> Those were all great responses. I truly appreciate everybody who slid up and messaged me and told me what they think their version of healing is. Like I said, this is not a 12-step program, ladies and gentlemen. This is a almost day forever thing. Like you are just gonna have to one day wake up and look at yourself and dig dig deep down in that mind of yours and think of all the things that you can do better about yourself because there's always something that you can fix there's always something that you can heal from and there's always shit that you can work on we are just works in progress life isn't a race it's not a competition it's not who's a better person who's a bitch you know we're all people we're human beings with feelings and we you know a lack of judgment sometimes we suck sometimes we're bad people we're good people we got to be those bad people to realize wow we need to be a better person it's just constant working on yourself because no one's perfect nobody is born perfect (laughs) even though my sister would like to think that she is you're not like you have to you have to look at yourself and look at your flaws and think okay yes I'm beautifully and deeply flawed, but some of these flaws about me, they can change and I can work on that. And yeah, just take it day by day. 
minute by minute, week by week. It's not a night. It's not an overnight thing. There's always going to be change. There's always going to be growth. There's always going to be work to be done, but it doesn't need to be scary. It doesn't have to be scary. It's a beautiful thing to heal yourself into a caterpillar into a butterfly. You know, that's just what we're doing. That's what our 20s are about is we are healing from the children we were and turning them into adults. And we're learning the best way to turn into adults and guiding our way through life with beautiful people around us. So with that being said, thank you guys so much for listening to my podcast. I appreciate every bit of you. Y'all are amazing. You're gorgeous people. To the people who I don't even know who listen to the podcast, I love you and thank you. I hope you have a wonderful rest of your Tuesday. I hope it's an amazing week for you. Yeah. I mean, today, I feel like after every episode, I, I I need to go for a walk. Like, I need to listen to some music and think about it. It's always a hard thing to come on here and be vulnerable. But it's beautiful when being vulnerable means so much to other people. So, thank you guys so much. I appreciate y'all being confused and getting confused with me. You're the best. Love ya. Oh, yeah, if there's anything else that you guys would like to hear from me, my Instagram is Jean underscore l-i-l-i-a-n-n-e-j-e-a-n underscore give me a message if there's something you want to hear from me let me know we can talk about it on here any topics you want to get dirty into let me know 